everybody, and welcome to another episode of Talking Football Gamblers Anonymous. As always, Justin Truce and Dan Kiefer here. And wow, am I excited for this episode. We kind of talked about it a lot last week, and I'm just like, New Year's Six Bowls, let's go. Obviously, the Utes are playing. Wisconsin's now in it, you know, playing in their game this week. So both of our teams ready to roll. Your Miami Dolphins all of a sudden in the playoffs right now, if it ended right now, is the seventh seed, what, winning seven in a row, I believe? Yeah, um, uh, first team to ever have a seven-game losing and winning streak in the same season, which is, uh, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> like, honestly, it, it did. Yeah, they, they beat the Patriots week one, lost seven in a row, and now they're winning seven in a row. So, it's a, man, it's a ride, but it's it's been fun. The lows are low, but the highs are high right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um all for it. So super excited about that. So we're going to be diving into that. Um, I've not, by the time this podcast comes out, we will have posted it, but we are going to do a nice little fun giveaway for everybody, for all of our listeners. So I will do a post here. It'll be the new year, six bowl games, all six of them. We will do, you just make sure you follow the talking football account. Make sure you follow Dan Kiefer. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, all three, you know, those three accounts. And of course, Austin Cunningham. So us four, there's four accounts that you need to follow. And then you just need to respond to the tweet, reply to it with the six winners, not against the spread, just straight up who you think is going to win. If there are multiple winners, then we will call out those multiple winners. And then we will do a tiebreaker in the national championship game. So that's it. Winner. Let's just say a hundred bucks. We will give you guys a hundred dollars for the winner. Want to know why? Because it's fun. Like we did this during the draft um, and we had a lucky winner that came in, guessed the first seven picks correctly, which is, turns out it's extremely difficult because um, we had, I don't know, like 50 or 60 people reply to that and only one person got it right. So not as easy as you'd think. Um, so anyways, we'll be a fun little giveaway. Make sure to check our, uh, our post out on Twitter. But Dan, Let's get into this. So there's still a few games going on from last week, so we don't have our final scores here. Um, once again, I got dominated by the NFL. You, once again, winning record there. Um, hey, that's that's all that matters. Just We're just going to keep getting these little increments. I'm, I'm slowly catching up, right? I'm mm-hmm. five games behind you right now uh, prior to last week, so it'll be interesting once we get the uh, results from Mississippi State and uh, Air Force, see how things shake out going yeah, into it, next year but it's getting tight here at the end of the year which that's what i'm which here is for. fun which is fun so all right let's dive into this i mean we're going to just start off with some college football playoff action that's what we're going to do we're doing the same game here but we're doing different outcomes um mine i'm taking the over 58 in bama cincinnati um it is strictly i think this bama team is going to be putting up 45 points I truly do. I think this Bama team has the capability against this Cincinnati offense. And I also believe the Cincinnati offense is going to be able to throw it on this Alabama defense. So I, I expect this to be the higher scoring game of the, of the two um, college football playoff games. So give me the over 58 in Bama versus Cincy. Yeah, and uh, sticking right with that game, this is probably going to surprise absolutely no one out there that's followed along this year. But I'd like to take a moment because I just need to talk to our Bearcats. Okay, so Bearcats, let's gather around. Let's come together. I just want to let you know that great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned. One game. 
If you play with them 10 times, they might win nine, but not this game, not tonight. Tonight, we play with them. Tonight, we stay on them. We shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest football team in the world. You were born to be football players, every single one of you, and you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great football team Alabama has. Screw them. It's your time. Now go out there and take it because our Bearcats are coming 13 and a half point dogs. I understand that historically all of the college football playoff games, you know, the, in the group of four are blowouts. Nobody gives Cincinnati a chance. The committee came in and they said, all right, Cincinnati, we did everything we could to not put you in. And the cards fell your way. You beat Notre Dame. You beat everybody else that you matched up against. You're undefeated. Group of five, fine. We'll let you in the playoff. And guess what? We're going to give you Big Daddy. We're giving you Nick Saban. We're giving you the Alabama Tide, and you're going to have to deal with it. Well, our Bearcats are going to cover 13 and a half, and I can't wait. I'm going to be hosting a family Christmas. I'm going to be balls deep in eggnog and or Bailey's or whatever else I can find in my liquor cabinet. And we're going to roll. I can't wait for this game. So first off, bravo. That was, that was beautiful, first off. So we'll start off with that. Second, Cincinnati has to cover this game or everyone, every other team that is not a Power 5 team is screwed from this point forward. If it yep. is a blowout, this, this was, is the last hope of mm-hmm. smaller schools getting into the college football playoffs. I'm not even saying they have to win. They just have to keep this a game. They have to keep this within 13 and a half. Honestly, they probably have to keep it within one score to make it so teams, you know, and the committee can be like, okay, maybe these underdogs, can right. they can stick so, around with the big Yeah, dogs. absolutely. So all of the, you know, the Chanticleers out there, and even, you know, I'll even say that, that are in the Power Five, Washington, Utah, you know, all these teams that aren't considered blue bloods. If you want in, Cincinnati needs to cover this game. Like you said, Justin, they need to make it a game. They need to be in the game the entire time, not, you know, 35 7 at halftime. And then they coast second half and Bama, you know, lets them back into the game and they, you know, cover a 42 35. Nothing like that. No, no, no. Cincinnati needs to be in the game throughout. And man, I tell you, I think they got the dogs to do it. I really do. Their cornerbacks are studly. Like their DBs. That's, and that's it. That's it. You know, they can, they're one of the few teams who has the secondary to hang with Alabama. They do. And if you and can do that and you can commit then to stopping the run and let those guys stay on an island, you got a puncher's chance. You do. You do. So, I mean, and the nice thing is they, Alabama is not going to have John uh, Mechie, right? Like he exactly. tore his ACL. So it's huge. So now it's it's the Jameson Williams show, who was fantastic, by the way. I've been watching a ton of his film lately, uh, just because obviously the Jaguars have literally nobody at wide receiver. So I'm like, okay, who, who do I want? And man, I have fallen in love with Jameson uh, Williams. So tough duty, but hey, you, you have the college football DB of the year in Cincinnati. And let's see what, let's see what you can do. So I'm all for this game. I'm actually going to, I don't get to have that uh, that amazing experience that you you just talked about. You, you know, eggnog, Bailey's, 
you know, enjoying the game. I'm literally going to be watching it on my phone in a car as I'm driving down to the Rose Bowl. So oh, I don't get that. I don't get that experience. We're, like we're going to get, we're going to get to the hotel just in time for like the Michigan Georgia game. So okay. with this game being a little bit earlier, um, we're going to miss some of this game, unfortunately, but that's all right. I'll still be watching. So next game, let's continue with the college football playoffs because that's what we're, we're here for. We are taking the same exact bet here, and that is Michigan at plus seven and a half against Georgia. Here's the deal. I just love how just hard-nosed football type team this, this Michigan team is. They are going to try to ground and pound this, and they're going to say, we're going to wear down this almighty defense of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, we saw what Alabama did. They kind of did a good mixture of running the ball and, you know, getting, you know, passing it quite a bit, but we're going to go to our bread and butter. We're going to ground and pound this entire game. We're going to wear you out. So in the fourth quarter, big, bad SEC is going to go, what did we get ourselves into right here? And that is why I'm taking Michigan at seven and a half. Yeah, hey, and uh, I'm going to piggyback that. I'm taking the same exact pick. I'm taking Michigan seven, seven and a half. I would get really scared at six and a half. Uh, I would, but at seven and a half, you know, keep it a touchdown game. Even if Michigan doesn't win, I do think this game is going to be close. The way both these teams are built, you know, uh, extremely good defense, run the ball on offense. So I think this game does stay close enough, a one-score game either way. And uh, I love Michigan in that. And you know, I hate to say it because I have dogged him so much in his time at Michigan, but – Jim Harbaugh seems to be doing a very good job. That team seems to be close knit. You know, I know we always say football's a family, right? Well, it seems like the Michigan Wolverines are a family. You saw they came and got vaxxed, you know, together, got their boosters together. Meanwhile, Georgia is dealing with a little bit of a COVID problem. You know, we'll have to see how that shakes out between now and New Year's. So uh, overall, yeah, I'm right there with you. I like Michigan at seven and a half. Uh, Scooting down next game, I'm actually going to take Notre Dame at two and a half against Oklahoma state, two teams that were vying to get into the playoff up until uh, championship Saturday with college football. And I think Notre Dame, this is going to be a rally game, uh, Oklahoma state. There's been some rumors come out that Gundy was applying for the Florida job. Uh, I don't know if you saw that or not, but apparently his agent wink, wink, nudge, nudge reached out and said that he would be interested. Might be real, might be fake either way. Notre Dame seems to be having a come together. Uh, since Brian Kelly left. So I think this is going to be a big, you know, us versus the world. We are much like that Michigan game where, you know, I think, hey, I'm pretty sure Kyron Williams is playing. So uh, that's a huge help. Obviously, you know, as a one of the top running backs in that year's draft, as well as in my, for my money, the best, you know, pass blocker in college football from the running back position. So I like Notre Dame at two and a half. I think they win this game and I think they do it, you know, by a field goal here. I'm sorry. I just shook my head. Yes. The answer is actually no. Sad. Um, Kyle Hamilton Sad. and Kyron Williams look to well, be. Well, I knew, I knew Kyle Hamilton wasn't going to play, but either way, yep. I mean, Kyron Williams, at, hey, next man up mentality, right? And Notre yep. Dame, unlike a Cincinnati or, you know, these other schools, Notre Dame should have a plethora of four or five star prospects ready to step in. Yeah, exactly. So um, I do like this bet. Um, I actually almost took the under on this one, ended up staying away from it, but the under was some, it was 45. 45. Yeah, 45. So um, I just, I think this is a low scoring game. So, but I end up staying away from it. Um, moving on to my bet, I am going to take Arkansas at minus one against Penn State. Um, 
this this game actually has shifted quite a bit. So it started off with Penn State at two and a half favorites, and now they're one point dog. So it's shifted three and a half points, um, and that's strictly just because like Dotson came out today and said he's not playing. Um, and so I think that that's a big thing. I mean, number one wide receiver for, for the Pitt Panthers now out, um, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. So I'm taking Arkansas. Arkansas is a very good team. They're They're in Florida. So it's not too far of a travel time for them. They're used to that type of weather. Penn state, again, missing their top dog on offense. It's going to be interesting to see how that is. Um, and also, their two Penn State's two leading tacklers, Brandon Smith and Ellis Brooks, also have opted out. Um, did do you know if their safety did as well? I believe he did. It, it uh, seems like all the big dogs from Penn State yeah. on the defensive side all opted out. And oh, sorry. And here it is. Yes, safety Jaquan Brisker uh, did opt out as well. So they're missing three studs on defense and their best offensive weapon now out. Give me Arkansas minus one in the Outback Bowl on New Year's Day. Here's the big one. Here's the big one. And Justin, I'm just going to let you take it away. You, you go right ahead. This is your guys. You're going to be there. You go ahead. Granddaddy of them all, everybody. We are here. Pasadena, California, Utah Utes against Ohio State Buckeyes. And listen, Ohio State, a lot of them are opting out, right? Both wide receivers have opted out in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. They have their left tackle out. They have some others out. Like they're not going to be full force, which as a fan of the draft, I'm very upset. I don't get to see these guys live. Like it, it really is upsetting. Do I want the Rose Bowl win more? Hell yes, I do. <laughs> so I'm all for it. Let's do this. People, here's the great news is like people don't remember guys that opted in and out of games on Rose, uh, like on bowl games, right? Like when it's, three years later, like people are just like, Oh, they won the Rose bowl. Right. So I'm all for it. This Utah Utes team. They're, they're all in. They have a lot of guys actually that declared for the draft this week, but every single one of them is like, but my last game's the Rose bowl. Like I'm doing this. Let's do this. I love it. Um, Brant Keithy stud tight end actually announced he's coming back to Utah. So I thought he was going to leave last year. And now he's come yeah. back two years in a row. So he's going to be the senior there. So, I mean, that offense, this youth offense is going to be dynamite next year if Thompson, the running back, sticks around. So we'll, we'll see. So I'm super excited about this game. Utah plus four. One reason why you want to bet a little early, people, because they were they were actually plus seven and a half last week until everybody started dropping out from Ohio state. So this number has almost been cut in half in the last two or three days, but I still feel confident. I think this Utah Utes team is ready. Um, they are going to be tried to become, I think the fourth team in the modern era to win the Fiesta bowl, the sugar bowl and the Rose bowl. Um, it's pretty good company there. So give me that all day. I can't go against the Utes. Let's go. You boys. That's it. That's yeah, all and got. hey, man, I really hope I'm not jinxing anything here, but I don't think I've picked the Utes this year and they didn't cover. I think I'm undefeated with the boys in red. So I'm also taking Utah here for every reason you just said. And hey, the last time we saw Ohio State, they were absolutely crushed by the Michigan rushing attack. Few teams in the nation run the ball better than Utah especially, you know, towards the second half of the season. I love that matchup. And, you know, every week we say there's one game where we're just not sure a team gives a shit. 
I'm going to be honest. I'm not 100% sold Ohio State gives a shit. And it's the writing's on the wall. As you said, you know, both wide receivers, Wilson Olave, opted out. They said, no, I'm going to go train down in Florida, get ready to go pro. So I just don't think this game means as much for Ohio State. Like, obviously, yeah, when you're there, you want to win. But in the preparation, I'm worried they're going to be checked out. And I know for a fact Utah isn't going to be checked out because this is a big game. This is a game that gets them in the driver's seat next year heading into the season. As you said, there's already so many guys, uh, Brand Keithy coming back. Uh, I love Utah. Honestly, I was ready to take Utah and pick them. The fact that they're getting four just makes this, man, this is going to be in the parlay so quickly because I, I absolutely love this pick uh, right there, taking Utah plus four with you. Next game, I think this is probably going to be the worst bowl game of the season. Let me be completely honest with you. I'm taking the under at 55 and a half which that's going to be dropping folks. So get in on 55 and a half right now. If you're interested for Pitt and Michigan state, nobody's playing absolutely nobody on the Michigan. And this is the peach bowl. This is supposed to be an important game on the Michigan state side all year. Their offense has been Kenneth Walker. And he said, thanks. I'm out. I'm going to go try to get cement myself as RB one, get ready for the combine. Don't blame him whatsoever. And on the other side, like, all right, well, that means, Pitt's probably going to drop 60 by themselves. Psych, Kenny Pickett's out. And a couple other their studs all opted out. So this is going to be a who's who of a game. If you're you know big in the NFL draft, you want to look at some guys for the next couple of years, yeah, you probably tune in. Otherwise, this is going to be a take a nap game. You know, hey, go play with the kids, do whatever you got to do run to the grocery store. This isn't going to be a game worth watching in my opinion. And I'm taking the under, cause I think it's just going to be a struggle both ways. Uh, I could not agree more. And that's why I stayed away from this game. It's like one of the big new year six games that I didn't even bet on because I was just like, I can't like, you just, you just sucks. don't want to care about it. And it sucks because it's two top 12 teams. Like, that is amazing. Like it should be, it should be awesome. It's, you know, the, on the 30th, I'm going to say, so I apologize. It's on Dan's birthday, December 30th, right. everybody. <laughs> um, so let's, I mean, I was super excited about this game and now I'm with you. I'm not. And yeah, I'm probably not going to watch a single play of this. So um, we'll see how this, we'll see how, we'll see how it turns out. I like the under 55 and a half on that. Um, next one, probably the game I feel least confident about on the Adam on my card, but still going with it because the number's low. And that is over 44 with Clemson and Iowa state. I get it right. Clemson has looked bad. Iowa state is known for, you know, known for having a tough defense and, you know, in history and all that. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see um, Bryce hall out this game. Purdy is playing, but he's out with he's without his receivers. I mean, I think uh, Milton and uh, Scats are both out this game. So, but I love Matt Campbell. I think he's going to have the team ready. Um, Clemson not having jo uh, Justin Ross back, um, but we'll see. Um, we'll see on the other receiver. There's another one that's um, uh, EJ Williams. Thank you. Um, EJ Williams might be playing. So we'll see there. It's going to be interesting to see this game play out. Um, I think it's two solid teams, honestly. And we're, we we say Clemson's not solid this year just because we're just used to Clemson being, you know, a top team. But they they still went nine and three, folks. Like they're still 
they still find ways to win games. Um, I'm hoping that one of these teams just finds a way to put up 31 um, and then the 44 will be pretty easy. So give me the over 44 on Clemson, Iowa State. Uh, have you heard, I don't remember seeing anywhere that Brees Hall opted out. So I'm assuming he's playing. Uh, he, so I, yes, he did forego his remaining eligibility and enter the draft. Okay. He did. But, okay. But okay. That's, I, I a, not, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. Uh, so hopefully you said, but he hasn't declared that he's not playing. He just said he's going to go to the draft. Yeah, exactly. His, his so, announcement never said if he was playing or not, from what I saw. Okay, so hey, we'll see the little bit of gamesmanship there uh, from the uh, Cyclones. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, if uh, if Brees Hall plays, I love that 44 over. I think that'll definitely play, uh, but you just got to watch that. Uh, next game, I if you were watching, Justin, I pulled a quick switcheroo. Uh, I pulled out a game. I was going to take Maryland over VTech because uh, Tech's got a bunch of guys that opted out, but hey, it's the holidays. I took the Bearcats. I took Utah. I would be against myself if I didn't get one more team in college football here for the New Year's Six games. And that is Ole Miss. One more time. Run it back, folks. Lane Kiffin, Matt Corral. Nobody has opted out from Ole Miss. Everybody's in. Everybody. So I like that. I think they're going to go. Uh, they're going to go take care of Baylor. Only a one and a half point favorite, which seems really low to me. I know Baylor was hot to end the year, but either way, I like that offense. I think they're going to probably put up, you know, 40 by themselves. And I'll let you talk more about that in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, right now I'm taking Ole Miss against Baylor. Yeah. Um, not only did Baylor, nobody really opted out for Baylor, or sorry, for Ole Miss. I mean, Baylor also really hasn't had anybody no, opt out yet. This will probably be so, one of the better, the Sugar Bowl, will probably be one of the better games. And I'm glad it's in prime time uh, there on New Year's Day. Yeah, um, it, there is the question of who's starting at quarterback for Baylor. That's a big concern. But I'm with you in the sense of, which is why I took, you took the minus one and a half. I'm just taking the over 55 and a half because I think Ole Miss puts up 40 on their own. And Baylor has the offense, no matter who's at quarterback, to put up 21 minimum. Like this, I think this is a super low number. I feel very, very confident in this over the 55 and a half. But I mean, you kind of stole my my main pitch, which is literally everyone on Bay or on Ole Miss is playing. Like, how can you not take the 56? Like over 56? Give me that all day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I was going to take the over, but you beat me to it. So uh, I'll just take the sprint. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Next one. Uh, I can go with this one. It's the Carolina guys. So it is going to be South Carolina versus North Carolina in your favorite Duke's Mayo Bowl on December 30th. Here's the deal. Sam Howell is playing. Meanwhile, South Carolina is running back leading running back is out. Uh, Zaquandre White is not playing. And same with their edge rusher, uh, Kingsley. He's also not playing. So you have your best edge rusher not playing and your leading running back not playing on a team that is pretty run heavy in South Carolina. Um, this number actually has grown from when it, it started out at minus seven for North, North Carolina. It's up to minus 10, which I don't love, but I still think with Sam Howe, knowing that this is his last college football game, he's going to want to put up some points. He's, he knows this is the last game he can show off to NFL scouts. Let's go out with the bang and let's put up some massive points and let's get a blowout win against another Carolina team. So give me North Carolina minus 10 versus South Carolina. Yeah, I like that quite a bit, especially, you know, South Carolina is getting a lot of pub right now for the transfers, right? You know, they're getting Spencer Rattler and about, 
well, a whole slew of other guys. Uh, those guys aren't playing until next year, folks. So uh, right now it's just the team as is. And uh, yeah, like I said, North Carolina's had a disappointing year overall, but this is Sam Howell's final audition. And how many times have we seen a quarterback who is, you know, somewhere quarterback three through six, whoever you want to rank them, have an absolutely ball out bowl game and shoot himself up in the draft. That's the opportunity Sam Howell right, has right now. And uh, I think he'll take it, especially, you know, with his ability on the ground as well as through the air. My last game on the college side, uh, sticking at home once again. Last game on my birthday, folks, is the Wisconsin Badgers and Arizona State playing in Vegas for the Vegas Bowl. Fun fact, the Badgers are favored by six, and they are six and one in their last seven bowl games. This is a team that doesn't check out come bowl season, okay? Nobody's leaving. They're all back. They care. I think this defense shuts down Arizona State. Arizona State's defense is pretty booty, in my opinion. I think Braylon Allen, his ankles are going to be better. He probably covers the spread by himself. I mean, Braylon Allen's going to score three touchdowns, and I don't think Arizona gets to 14. So there it is right there. Could be low scoring per typical Wisconsin game, but either way, by a touchdown, yeah, give me the Badgers, and uh, let's bring home that Vegas Bowl. Love it. If I wasn't going to the Rose Bowl, I probably would have made my trip down. to this We one to priced this tickets to this game and it was just like what they want. It was still like five, six hundred bucks for tickets to this game, which is just stupid. Like I thought you would have been a lower bowl game. Oh, well, like we looked at uh, fun fact. Uh, we looked at tickets for the Nevada Western Michigan game in Detroit yesterday or two days ago, if you're listening to the podcast. And we were going to be able to sit like 30 yard line, a throw for $30. That's awesome. And I was like, we got real close to pulling the trigger. So, uh, yeah, we were kind of hoping that, you know, tickets would have been all right because flights to Vegas are always cheap, but uh didn't work out. So there's always next year. That's uh, insane but, that the, those, that bowl game was that expensive because like the Pac-12 championship game, we got, we had 18th row and we paid like 107. And it might be, so that was right when they got announced. They might, I'm sure they're probably cheap now. You know, the game's two days away. They're trying to fill it. But yeah. uh, I don't want to look because it'll just make me sad. I'll be booking a last minute flight. Totally. For sure. Yeah. And then you're going to be spending extra on the flight. So it, yeah. it's all sixes at that point. So, all right. My last college game here is going to be Kansas State versus LSU. And I'm taking the under 48 points. Listen, I don't know who's playing for LSU at this point. Man, everybody's transferring out of that place. All their quarterbacks are gone, right? Max Johnson's out. Miles Brennan's out. Um, there's another quarterback. Why am I forgetting his name right now? Garrett Newsmeyer. He's a freshman, but he's already played in all of the games that he can play in to keep his redshirt eligibility. So it's either he plays and loses an entire year because he plays one extra game, or they have a walk-on quarterback play quarterback for them. So, okay, no no weapons whatsoever because they're all transferring out. Kansas State is not known for being a high-profile offense that's you know putting up all these points. They actually – what I love is they're actually having Colin Klein. Remember him, the former K, uh, Kansas State quarterback? Oh, he's my actually, God, that's a throwback. Yeah, he's actually going to be the offensive coordinator for this game for them. Oh, boy. So I thought that was pretty dang cool because they because they fired their OC a couple weeks ago. So I love that he's going to do that. But, again, 
first time OC, like sometimes mistakes get happen, right? Like you get a little too cute on play calling and all that. So I think 48 is too high for a bowl game that has way, way, way too many question marks on play calling and who's actually on the field when it's all said and done. Yeah. Well, Hey, while we're canceling bowl games left and right, why don't we just go ahead and cancel this one? Because nobody <laughs> wants to watch this. I mean, is, like, any, is anybody good? It's on the 4th of January. Who's watching this game? Oh my God. Yeah. What's the college football's over at that yeah. point. All right. Like, <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah. Wild. I didn't, I didn't even see this game when I was going through, uh, going through the spreads and that's why it's on January 4th. That, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, flipping over to the NFL side uh, while we finish up here, I am going to ride, as we talked about earlier, the hottest team in the entire nation, the Miami Dolphins, plus three at Tennessee. I don't know how you can make the Dolphins a dog in anything right now, to be completely honest. Uh, no Julio Jones, not that that matters at all, ever again. Uh, no Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill going against his old team. And I know that, you know, None of the guys that are currently with Miami were there when Tannehill was there, but I think it's still a little bit of an edge on the Miami side. There's no weapons. I think Xavier Howard and or Byron Jones can shut down AJ Brown. And then what the hell do the Titans do with the ball? Seriously. Uh, last weekend they played Tannehill drop back and he only had eyes for uh, AJ Brown. I think he had like an 80% target share. It was something ridiculous. So shut down AJ Brown and you shut down Tennessee, Miami, is finding a nice little groove with Philip Lindsay and Duke Johnson on the ground. Uh, Miles Gaskin, thanks for your services, but you're dead. Um, and uh, yeah, I like what Miami's doing. So I'm taking them at plus three, just going to keep riding it. Yeah. So I could argue um, one comment that you made during that whole spill. And that was, you said they no longer have Julio Jones this week. I could argue that the Titans haven't had Julio Jones on their team ever. Um, you, I don't know why you got to hurt me like that. <laughs> because that dude has not done shit this year. I, uh, so <laughs> I know it seems like this is like a reoccurring segment of the Julio Jones ruining his entire legacy with one year in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah think he, good, do, good. Honestly, do you think he should just retire? Yes. Okay. I mean, I, 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 cause like, I think he's under contract for like two or three more years, Yeah. but it's like, dude, you're 32, probably 33 next year. And it's yeah. just, I mean, it's he's just getting paid good. a shit ton. He's getting paid a shit ton. So you might as well, like, as him, like, play it out. But, like, from like a skill standpoint, I mean, like, he hasn't made anything. He has not made a single play. Like, no, he, he hasn't scored a touchdown. He has not scored a touchdown. So maybe it's not on Matt Ryan, by the way. Maybe it's not yeah, Matt maybe Ryan. Maybe just maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it actually is a Julio thing. Um, so. I, I do agree with this on this Miami plus three, though. So I do like that. Um, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles at minus four against the Washington team. I'm uh, I've seen this joke on Twitter, so I'm not going to act like I stole this, but I'm not even going to call them a football team after what happened um, on Sunday night because they were not a football team. And Oh my goodness. What a blowout right there. They weren't actually any kind of team. I mean, they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Um, I actually didn't even watch. It's funny because I only saw highlights. I didn't watch this game. I actually went and saw Spider-Man instead of watching this game on Sunday night. Um, and man, it, it got ugly, apparently. So, um, yeah. but here's the deal. The Eagles have a legit shot at making the playoffs. They have like five different ways of doing it. It's not even like they have to like win out and then they need like all these other teams to lose out. Like, I think there's a scenario where it's like they win the next two and like, San Francisco loses the next two in there. Right, especially because like we don't right? know Jimmy's going to play. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, and there's tons of other outs as well for them. So, uh, when you know you can control your own destiny, this is what's going to happen. Jalen Hurts is going to go, I can control the destiny of this team. I'm going to do what I do best, and that is run the ball. This dude is going to run for 150 yards each of the next two games. Like, it's plain and simple. Book it. It's happening. And he's going to lead them to two wins here and make it into the playoffs. And it starts with this one, and it's going to be a blowout win against Washington. Yeah, Washington is truly just falling apart at the seams like it, i don't know how but yeah that's another team that seems like they're destined for a hard reset uh you know keep the defensive talent and terry mclaurin and take everything else and throw it away uh so well i mean I, antonio gibson's good too but yes. uh he's also hurt uh i'm yes. going to the sunday night game i'm taking green bay as a six and a half point favorite against minnesota historically green bay owns well let's Let's just call it what it is. Aaron Rodgers owns Minnesota. Him and Devontae Adams are probably at their peak as a tandem. Rodgers even saying that he's the best player he's ever played with. And this is just the Aaron Rodgers, I own you tour. He's going around, you know, taking care of the Lions, taking care of the Bears in, you know, very open fashion. And now finish up with Minnesota. Uh, so, yeah, I like this Green Bay. I think this game's even at home for Green Bay at six and a half. So, yeah, give me them as a touchdown favorite. And Minnesota, once again, we're towards the end of the year, and they're just kind of falling apart. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Zimmer. But uh, for right now, yeah, I'm taking Green Bay, six and a half point favorite over the Vikings. Uh, love it. And, yeah, after them having that almost collapse in the second half against the Browns, which I don't know how that game was close. Baker made no, it shouldn't have been garbage. He is so bad. It is so watching Baker throw the football is like watching Cam Newton throw the football. Like it looks so, or Ben Roethlisberger, it looks so painful for him to throw the ball, and it's just bad. Like it is. what happened to Oklahoma Baker? I don't it, like you know if he, is he that hurt or or what it is. His mechanics have broken down. I haven't dove into his tape super close, but man, he needs to call up. Jordan Palmer and figure some shit out this off season because buddy it's, it's not pretty. It's not, it's really, really bad. So given, yes, we all, we all recognize that that last pick was not on him and should have been a PI, but still like Either the other way. ones were, the other ones were so bad like that. The other ones are what cost you the game. Not, not that last mm-hmm. one for the record. Um, okay. I'm going to take an over here and I'm going to take the over 50 in Kansas City and Cincinnati. Listen, this is going to be the game this weekend to watch. Like two playoff type teams here. Obviously, obviously, Kansas City is the number one seed. Cincinnati is fighting to try to win that division right now. It would just be a huge win for Cincinnati. Um, give it, I don't feel confident enough to take them in that game, but I also don't take I don't have enough confidence to take Kansas City in that game either. So one note I did just took the over, baby. 50 points. Both offenses are going to be putting up massive points. Kansas City's offense, given they looked great last week anyways, but they're going to get even back on track even more once they have Kelsey back as well. They are losing CEH, but honestly, I don't think that affects their team the slightest. Like, CEH is just another body there. Like, it doesn't matter who the running back is. So, um, give me the over 50. Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and if you're uh, somebody playing in your fantasy championship this weekend, first off, congratulations. And if you're, you know, double lucky enough to have either Mahomes or Burrow, you got to be feeling good about this one. 
because uh, this could definitely just be a you know a race to fifty. Uh, you know, and, a, and with an over of fifty, which is just disgusting. Uh, great, great grab by you. I'm actually going to go over with the Browns here, taking my dog of the week. Uh, Browns a three or at plus three against Pittsburgh, and I'm not sure why. Uh, yes, Pittsburgh is still Pittsburgh. The game's in Pittsburgh, but come on, the Patriots. Or I'm sorry, Pittsburgh has been absolutely disgusting to watch. And I'm not, you know, we just got done talking about how bad Baker's been, but Ben's been worse. Ben's been so much worse. And the offense is doing nothing overall. Like Najee is getting shut down. I, uh, you know, like I say, he breaks three tackles and still only gets a yard. Meanwhile, the Browns still got Nick Chubb and they know how to run the ball. They're getting healthy. They're coming back from the COVID list. I expect them to have 90, 95% of their roster, if not a full roster now, two weeks removed from that. So yeah, I like the Browns as a three point dog going into pit still alive in the division and need a little help from Kansas city to beat Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, I, the Browns still got quite a bit to play for in the AFC, you know, in the division for the North, as well as the wild cards. So I like the Browns here as a three point dog. Yeah. The only difference between Baker and big Ben is big Ben's like, like 15, 15 years, years older. older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. My last one. I'm not taking the chargers anymore because once again, they fucked me last week again. But I'll take the over here. Um, and it is just strictly because that defense looks so bad for the Chargers right now. And I think that this offense is going to – this offense feels like it's like Jekyll and Hyde. Like it either like feels like it does nothing or it like goes off for 35 points itself. Um, the over-under is 45 points um, for the Denver Broncos-Chargers game. Um, and I'm taking the over there. 45 just seems low for for the Chargers that are involved in this game. Um, given I don't think that we get – I don't think we're getting 30 from Denver, but I do think that we can get 21 from, from Denver against this bad chargers defense. So um, taking the over there. Yeah. Especially with, you know, Denver, a team that loves to run the ball or, you know, we'll leave it. All they can do is run the ball. Yeah. And the chargers cannot stop the run. They just gave up 150 yards to Rex Burkhead for God's sakes. So uh, I, I like Javante. I like Melvin Gordon in this game. And they just make it so Drew Locke can, you know, kind of just do your thing, man. Hand it off, do a little rap on the sideline, do your thing. Just, you know, just be out there vibing. Don't try to win the game, Drew. Uh, so I like that over quite a bit. I think it could be a fun game. Uh, my last pick is an over that I'm kind of scared about, but I like it, which is exactly where you want to be when you're betting. I'm taking the over at 44, which is criminally low. But the teams are Houston and San Fran. And here's the thing. Houston's hot right now, folks. Look, are we talking enough about how Davis Mills is probably playing as the second best rookie quarterback? Seriously. I mean, you know, and Mac Jones has struggled the last couple of weeks. So right now, Davis Mills might be the best playing rookie quarterback, which That's is insane. wild if you go back to April to think about that. But, yeah. you know, hey, he's dropping it in the bucket. Brandon Cooks should be back. And on the San Francisco side, we've been waiting all year for Trey Lance all year. And even if Jimmy guts it out, I think by halftime they put in Trey Lance and he likes to run mobile quarterback. I think he'll spread it out. We got Debo, IU, Kittle. This I'm now talking myself into like watching, watching this game because I think it's actually going to be pretty exciting. Uh, I, I really do. So I like this game quite a bit. San Francisco has quite a bit to play for in their own uh, playoff aspirations. So I like this uh, 44 and a half, you know, let's get, 17 out of Houston and let's get 28 out of, you know, 
28 out of uh out of San Francisco, there's your 45 that'll cover. Yeah, I had to do math in my head on the fly yeah, too. It's a little, hard, just, a little harder than like, it seems. Yeah, I was like, wait, is that actually enough? Yeah. I don't right. I was trying to do like 17 minus 44, and like it was not happening. You gotta do the ad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So it wasn't was happening. Track. Um, so I laughed when you started talking about this game because I had this on my list at the start and then I ended up swapping it out for the Denver charger game because oh, no. I thought this, I thought the same thing of like, this should hit, but then I was like, but these guys run the ball. Like, do they run too much where they like, you like don't have enough like opportunities to score 45 points. Um, but you're right. Like you have to, like, you can't take all these ones that you're like surefire, like, Yes. Because that is when you lose. Like you have to have this little bit of like, oh shit, I don't feel super comfortable with this. Like that's that's when you win bets. Yeah, absolutely. And uh I can't wait now because knowing that, I'm just gonna be watching the Chargers and Houston. And if that somehow, you know, the under hits in LA and the over hits in Houston, I don't check your phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be I'm gonna be up for the count for sure. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, time to make our parlays. Um, again, we still have a few bets going on in our other parlays, so we don't have an outcome of what we are, but I will say if air force Louisville hits on the over and same with the Mississippi state, Texas tech, we once again, will go four and one. So, um, unfortunate, but I mean, that's maybe that's just our thing now at this point. And the air force Louisville game is, they do have 21 points, still nine minutes left in the second, um so honestly they're right on pace for that so they're so that's looking pretty good right now so we'll see but let's go with our just normal just our normal one right now um parlay let's talk about our favorites i mean we gotta we gotta throw in the ones that match right away we got michigan and we got utah uh big big parlay for team run the ball uh, yes yes it big is. parlay for that yep, establish that run so um we have those so yep so those are the two that we have um i will gladly put the old miss minus one and a half yep on i was gonna one. say that's probably that's probably my favorite yep yeah um i personally love the arkansas minus one okay okay i was gonna say yeah between i like arkansas and i really like your uh, your north carolina pick but uh, we're this would be all college if we did that. So it would uh, be all college. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we leave something uh, for Sunday? Well, I mean, you know, I guess it's spread out in New Year's. But uh, Green Bay. let's. You want Green Bay? Green Bay or Eagles? I like either. I one was. Of those. I was. I. I have Eagles clicked, and you have Green Bay clicked. So yeah. I can go either way. Pick number one or two. Uh, one. Two. Okay, we're going with the Eagles. Okay. That's how we do things around here, everybody. Enjoy. Real, oh, I just did the wrong thing. <laughs> real simple. I mean, real could, simple there. I mean, you know, maybe we, we just make a it a six-leg six parlay. We, no, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm if we can't it. hit a like, we've been four and one the last what eight weeks on yep. on five leg. Just make it six. We're just making it six here and just see how it goes. So, I swear there to we God, go. if we go five and one on that, I'm gonna freak out. Especially, especially if it's, it's one of be. the NFL games that we miss, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> just gonna be mad. Yep. Okay. Overs. Here we go. This is where it's gonna get fun. What are your favorite overs that you have selected? Uh, so I don't have a whole lot You're of overs. I actually have one. Uh, wow. Have. Look at me. Uh, just, I got an under, but we're staying away from that. Uh, so my over is Houston San Fran. 
And then you're going to have to carry the rest of this, man. I just did not. Oh, my goodness. The board did not look. I didn't like the board this week. Okay. I'm going to for sure take the old Miss one at 55. So we have the Houston, San Francisco one at 44. We're going to take Kansas City, Cincinnati. Love that. Okay. So we have we have Cincy, Bama. So we have three options here, and we need to take think, two of them. I think that Cincy, Bama game's got to be in. Okay. I really do. I think that's a, I think it's a really good overplay. Okay. Um, so we have two options over 44 with Clemson, Iowa state or over 45 chargers Broncos. I am contractually obligated to inform you that I will not be involved with any bets, including the Los Angeles chargers. Then we are taking the over forty-four on the Clemson game. Uh, as I said, that this was like the one I felt least confident about. But what did we just say? What did we just say? Got to have a little bit of risk there. Yeah, so I, uh, we'll, they're dead to me. I nope. Will not bet well in Chargers. That is fine. I don't. I do not blame you there. So okay, here are our parlays. All overs. We have over fifty-five and a half on Ole Miss Baylor. Over forty-four Houston San Francisco. With over 50 Kansas City Cincy, over 58 Bama Cincinnati, and then over 44 Clemson Iowa State. Now, our main parlay going six Michigan seven and a half, uh, Utah plus four, Ole Miss minus one and a half, Arkansas minus one, Philadelphia Eagles minus four, Green Bay Packers minus six and a half. There we go. Love it. New year. We got to win this one to just start the new year outright. Absolutely. You got to be undefeated. It'll be, it'll be next year when we meet again. So yeah, undefeated in 2022. I, uh, I can feel it like it quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then next week, man, it's going to be almost all NFL games. We're only going to have just the championship by the time we meet. I don't know if uh, what the uh, odds are, or even if you get it in a prop bet, but could you do like a first play of the game trick play Ole Miss? Cause I just feel like they're going to come out and like run the statue of Liberty or hook and ladder or like something. The first play, like I like lane was laying in bed two weeks ago and he had this play come to him. And he's like, Oh, Oh yeah. This is the one. This is the one. That would be yeah. amazing. I'm trying to I'm open up my app right here just to see like, what are the like outrageous things that we can bet on here? Or like just, kicker throws a touchdown or something, you know, just like, kicker first touchdown score <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome it would be fantastic especially you know like there is a trend right now especially on the nfl side of non-traditional receiving players scoring touchdowns you know, the the thick six as they like to call it um, i've not heard that but i love the thick six yeah yeah and it's not <laughs> even like it's not all scoop and scores it's you know like christian wilkins caught a touchdown uh there's been a whole bunch of guys yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Jags tried to do it and failed miserably. I mean, nothing like only having one passing touchdown in the last eight weeks. But, hey, let's try to get one to our fucking linemen because that makes a ton of sense. So, well, you know, okay. Jags, uh, they don't do a lot right right now. So Nothing right, to be honest. Um, <laughs> literally nothing. Um, prop bets here. Total points. Oh, they don't have a ton on this right now yeah it's probably a little too far away so anyways all right okay i'm super excited about these again make sure to check out our twitter um when you guys hear this uh i'll try to get that out here shortly if if i haven't posted that yet before this comes out just wait 24 hours or so and then check again and 
come win some money with us. It's always fun. I like giving out money to people. So let's do this. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. A uh, lot of big bowl games. This is what we've built. You know, we built the kitty all year just for this moment. So, uh, yeah, man, let's ride. Yep. Go Utes. And tonight we've been talking football.